This is Brain Diet, episode number 103. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here. Today's topic is weekend eating. So let's start by thinking about your health. You have your health now, and maybe you have some health goals or aspirations for changes that you want to make, whether it's in your health in general or if it's regarding your weight. And if there are changes that you want to make in any way, there are usually obstacles between where we are now and where we want to be. Otherwise, we would just go there. If we didn't have obstacles, if we didn't have things to overcome, then we could just achieve what we would want to be doing really easily, right? So you have your health and you have obstacles between you where you are now and where you want to be and the changes that you want to make and the habits that you want to develop. Now, weekend eating is a common obstacle that I hear from my clients. So eating on the weekend and then also eating in the evenings, night eating, that is what I talk about in episode 81. So if you're interested in hearing more about night eating, then you can listen to episode 81. But first, what I want to do is talk about weekend eating. Now, obviously, any food that you eat on the weekend isn't a problem. Like we want to make sure you're eating so that you have fuel for your body. But usually the obstacle that people describe is eating off plan, overeating, not planning at all, eating more of certain foods that maybe you don't normally eat during the week. It's drastically different. And it is a problem because it isn't in alignment with your goals. Meaning the way that you are eating on the weekend causes you to, you know, feel sick at the beginning of the next week or, you know, gain weight or maybe not have the health that you want to have. Um, And so when you think about weekend eating, again, however you eat on the weekend, it's not a problem. It's only a problem if you want it to be. If it's something that you feel like gets in the way of what you want, then okay, let's talk about it. But if the way you eat on the weekends, even if it's different than the way you eat during the week or whatever, if it's not a problem for you, then there's no problem here. So this is something that I just want you to consider. If it is a problem, then we can talk about ways to approach it in today's episode. So the way that I like to think about weekend eating and the way that I like to approach it is if we were to break it down into three different phases, we have before, during, and after. These are the three phases of weekend eating. Now, the analogy that I kind of thought of as I was brainstorming all of this is if you have a surgery that you are going to have done for whatever reason, before the surgery, the surgeon preps. He gets ready or she, he gets sanitized, makes sure that he has all the tools that he needs. Everything is prepared and in place leading up to the surgery. And then during the surgery, Everything is very methodical. It's very thought out. It's very precise. And the surgeon is in the moment and making sure that everything is very conscious. And then after a surgery, there's a lot of monitoring and care. And you have to kind of take it easy. And you have to be really mindful of yourself. And you have to treat yourself with care to not damage whatever it is that you have had done, right? So when you're doing surgery, 
there is importance to every single phase before, during, and after. Surgeons do not walk into surgery without a plan. Now, when I say plan, I don't necessarily mean having a food plan of what you're going to eat. There is a total place for that, and I'm all for planning ahead of time what you're going to eat. But the plan that I'm talking about today is a mental and emotional plan. It's having a plan in place for what to do mentally and emotionally when certain things happen that make you want to eat in this way that long-term you don't want to be eating, right? Okay, so let's talk about the before phase. What I want to do is take the before, the during, and the after phase, and I want to illustrate the not helpful behaviors and the helpful behaviors. So with each phase, that's what I'm going to be doing today. So let's start with the before phase. When you are in your weekdays, when you are leading up to the weekend, the things that are not helpful are restricting kindness from yourself restricting compassion from yourself, restricting love, restricting encouragement from yourself. Now, normally people think because I've restricted myself of food during the week, I have to not restrict myself on the weekend. But if you think about whatever food you want to eat during the week, if it's in alignment with your goals and is properly fueling your body, the restriction can be a really loving thing. And I've said this before, but you can restrict certain foods from your children from a place of love to be like, I love you. And I know you're probably not going to feel good if you eat just that. So I'm going to restrict that and make sure that we get some other things to create some balance for you so that you can feel better and function better. Like that restriction is out of kindness and compassion and love for kids that you want to make sure that you're taking care of in every way that you can possible. So if during the week you are restricting out of hatred, out of any type of negative emotion, and there's an absence of love and compassion and encouragement, it makes sense why on the weekend, with all of that restriction of these positive emotions, that you would want a release from that. You would want relief from all these negative things that you've been feeling and all the restriction that's been taking place. It's coming from such an unkind mindset. So that's not helpful. If you feel like during the week you are talking yourself into what you're eating from a place of like hatred and blame and shaming yourself for whatever it is that you are eating or not eating, that's not helpful. That's not going to help you achieve your goals. It's not going to help you eat in a way on the weekends that is in alignment. The next thing that isn't helpful in this before phase, in these weekdays leading up to the weekend, avoiding yourself and your emotions through any means possible. Now, the way that I see this usually play out for people is during the week, they want to avoid what they're feeling. They don't want to feel these negative emotions. And so instead of eating, they use other avenues. So they will scroll on social media. They will clean obsessively. They will make themselves really, really busy, right? They will do anything in order to not have to sit with themselves and not have to feel what they are feeling. So during the week, you can avoid your feelings through other means. And then on the weekend, you're like, great, I don't want to feel my feelings either. So I'm just going to now use food on the weekend. <laughs> And you can see how when you're avoiding yourself in this way, then you're not going to be able to ever outrun that because you are always with yourself. Now, the last thing that is not helpful in this before phase is using willpower. If you use willpower all the way through the weekdays just to get to the weekend, you will deplete yourself of energy. You'll be completely exhausted. You will not be in a useful emotional state because you'll feel so terrible, then once that willpower runs out, that's what leads you to overeat is because you are just white knuckling your way through the week 
to then get to the weekend to where you feel as though you are out of control because you've been operating by absolute willpower. Now let's talk about what is helpful. In the week leading up to the weekend, the things that are helpful are to be endlessly kind and compassionate and encouraging to yourself. Now, this might sound cliche and you might want to dismiss this, but I cannot overstate the importance of that inner dialogue throughout the week. How you are thinking, how you are talking to yourself determines how you feel throughout the week. And if you are talking to yourself constantly with negativity, it would make sense why you would want to get away from that. So if you feel like you aren't talking to yourself in a nice way, it is worth writing down what you are saying to yourself and question why you are saying it. Why is it that you are talking to yourself so poorly? If you are nice to yourself during the week, if you are kind with the thoughts that you are thinking and kind with the reasons why you are choosing to eat what you're eating, then there's nothing to get away from on the weekends. The next thing that is helpful in the before phase is to lean into your feelings. So just as I said in the week leading up to a weekend, if you are avoiding your feelings, you are trying to outrun them. But if you experience feelings during the week and you lean into them, They are harmless when you allow them. For example, if you're feeling anxiety, just being able to sit there and say, I'm anxious. That's okay. I can be anxious. I'm really good at being anxious. That alone makes anxiety harmless. It makes it unproblematic. Thus, when you can make all of your emotions, positive or negative, unproblematic, again, there becomes nothing to outrun. We are able to go into the weekend and be capable of feeling our feelings and not feel like we need to escape from them. So now let's talk about during, during the weekend, okay? Here is what I find to be not helpful. Is first, giving anything that you're eating labels. Cheat day is a common phrase when referring to weekends or taking a day to eat off plan or different than you normally eat, whatever. And I think that giving any type of food, a label like this, a cheat day, it implies that you're doing something wrong. Like it implies that you are working against yourself in some way. Like I should be doing that, but I'm cheating and doing this. There's all sorts of negative emotion tied up in that. And when you give it that type of label, then it creates a foundation for future shame. Now these labels can be things like cheat days, or I ate so bad, or I went off the rails, or I ate so much junk food. All of these things sometimes we say in passing as if it's just true, but there is no need to give what we've eaten those labels because all it does is make us feel terrible for what we've done. It just compounds. If we're experiencing any physical symptoms from the food that we've eaten, we just compound that discomfort by giving it labels that are painful. So not helpful. Whatever it is that you eat on the weekends, don't give it a label like cheat day if it makes you feel terrible, if it makes you feel like you're doing something wrong, because there's no need to do that. The next thing that happens on the weekend that I don't deem as helpful is when we are solving for our emotions with food. So this kind of goes back to the work that we do in our before phase where we are leaning into our emotions. But if we are continuing with that pattern of leaning into them, allowing for them, making them not a problem you're just a human experiencing emotion, then we are able to solve internally for our emotional turmoil rather than go externally and try to solve it through food. When we treat weekends like they are a solution to our problems, we're giving a lot of power away. We're giving a lot of power to the things outside of us. Your week is not the problem and the weekends are not the solution. The problem is how you are thinking. The solution is how you are thinking. 
So what I find to be helpful during the weekend is supporting yourself like you would support your kids. Whenever I go places, I always, and not so much anymore because my kids are out of diapers, but when I would go places, I had a diaper bag that was always packed. We had diapers, we had wipes, we had snacks, we had a change of clothes. We had everything I could imagine that helped me be as prepared as possible. Now there were moments where I was out and about even with the diaper bag and I wasn't prepared with everything that I needed, but I still had enough to be able to get by. And this is the same way that I like to think about our weekends is you have to go in with a plan. Just like the surgeon that doesn't go into surgery without a plan, you have to go into your weekend with every possible support system you can imagine. Like, okay, when an emotion hits that you don't want to feel, what's your plan? When you start thinking thoughts like, oh, this doesn't matter. This won't make a difference. It's okay if I have just one. When you start thinking those thoughts, what do you want your plan to be? How can you support yourself and love yourself and be there for yourself when the inevitable obstacles happen that come up for you on the weekend? So be on top of that mental dialogue during the weekend. What is it that you are thinking? Check in with those thoughts and solve internally rather than externally. Kindness and compassion and encouragement will always be a valuable tool to have in your preparation kit over blame and shame and any other negative emotion. So now let's talk about after. After the weekend, here are some things that I find not helpful. The first is giving what you ate labels. So this kind of goes back to what's not helpful during the moment as well. But afterward, when you reflect back on what it is that you've eaten and you start to give it labels and have thoughts about it as if something went wrong, like, oh, I ate so terribly. When you think that way, you then feel emotionally terrible. There's no need or benefit to giving what you ate labels if it creates a negative emotion for you. The next thing that I find not helpful after a weekend is to start changing what you are eating during the week and changing up maybe your exercise routine and going through the like repentance exercise. Like I have to burn off everything I overate on the weekend. Those things do not help us in the long run. Like I said, the reason that we overeat on the weekends is because we are thinking thoughts and we are feeling things and maybe we don't want to feel what we're feeling or maybe we're thinking thoughts that make us feel terribly. When we then go into the next week and start to change our actions, you still have all of that dialogue and all of those emotions going on in your brain. So taking action to solve for something like this isn't going to actually solve the problem. What we need to do is look internally at the cause of the problem instead of the symptom of the problem, which might be overeating on the weekends or whatever. The next thing that I find not helpful is kind of in tandem to what we just mentioned, but blaming the weekend for being the problem. Kind of said this a minute ago, but the weekend isn't the problem. It's the way you're thinking about the weekend. And as long as you blame the weekend, you have no power. I want to tell you right now, you have all the power that you need to eat whatever way you want, whenever you want. You have all the power in the world to feel any emotion and to be okay. So let's not give away the power to the weekend. The helpful things to do in the after phase of weekend eating compassion, encouragement, understanding, and love. So notice the theme here, like helpful things in any of this are these positive emotions, being your own number one cheerleader, loving yourself unconditionally, having your own back in everything that you do. That will always be helpful to you. And it will always make you feel better throughout the process. There's no need to berate yourself and be negative and think all of these terrible thoughts because all it does is just wound you, but you have all the control over the thoughts that you are thinking. One thing that I think is also helpful is understanding what was happening for you mentally. 
So if you were to look back at the thoughts you were thinking over the weekend that led you to eat the way that you did, how can we understand that a little bit better? But then secondary to that is to not dwell on it. If I ever eat in a way that I don't want to, I truly do not spend much time trying to understand it. Like maybe I will be like, oh man, that was interesting. I wonder what I was thinking. And oh, it was that thought. And then I just move on. Like there is a degree of understanding, but I like to get moving forward. I like to focus on moving forward on my next meal, my next workout, like all of the things that I love and how I can love myself now and take care of myself. Otherwise, if I spend too much time trying to understand what happened and to blame myself for it, it just takes away mental energy that I don't want to use there. I'd rather use my mental energy moving forward, thinking about all of the awesome things that I want to do. So I want this to be something that you consider as you take a look at your weekend eating, if it's a problem for you. Don't just think about the weekend on the weekends. Have a plan. Make sure you are being mindful at all times, whatever day it is that you are being kind to yourself, that you are thinking loving thoughts, that you are being your own best ally in everything that you do. I promise as soon as you develop that relationship with yourself, your behavior on the weekends can completely change easily. So how can you lovingly make weekends easier for yourself? How can you be so kind and thoughtful and considerate of that version of you on the weekend that you can be as prepared as possible and to have a plan to take care of yourself in every way? Start doing that during the week and then never stop. We want 24-7 love and compassion. There is no downside to that. That is all I have for you, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next week. Hey, do you have a coach guiding you through your weight journey? If not, I would be so thrilled to be yours. I want to invite you to come work with me in my private one-on-one program, where I create an individualized plan for you based on your body in order to create the results that you want. I teach you how to not even want the foods that are sabotaging your physical goals, all while learning how to be more confident, how to feel better, and how to up-level your life. We work to create the body that you want and to feel good doing it. To sign up for a free mini session with me, check out the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon.